Welcome to the Help for Wounded Spirits. This podcast exists to reach those wounded and suffering through life's trials. And now your hosts, Dr. Doug Carriger and Mrs. Stephanie Wesco. Great to be back with you folks. It's Friday. Now, Friday's around here lately. We've been doing special stuff. We've been uh, just talking about what's going on. So we wanted to have a day. We just really haven't talked in a long time. So uh, we've been starting with a characteristic, you know, that we either need that people have with PTSD, a characteristic, something to hurt people with PTSD. We've been doing that every single day. So we're guaranteed when you turn on the radio, uh, uh, you turn on your computer, however this comes across your earwaves, you're going to hear something about PTSD every day. Today, I want to talk about joy. Joy is absolutely essential uh, to beat PTSD, that joy you find in the Lord, rejoicing evermore, that praying without ceasing, and everything gives thanks. Thanks for this is the will. I can't talk. And everything gives yanks. I mean, everything gives thanks for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus concerning you. The Lord God is in the midst of thee is mighty. He will save. He will rejoice over thee with joy. Boy, if you want joy, Stephanie, it, it, it involves the God. It involves God. Where does, where does joy come from? I mean, where do we get our joy? Yeah, well, I mean, the joy of the Lord is your strength. So I think that that gives it to you right there. It's, it comes from God. Again, um, all good and perfect gifts. Boy, we need, a, we need a good dose of joy these days. I'll tell you, no you know, kidding. the news. I mean, what, gas, five bucks a gallon. Uh, Can we not Milk, talk about five that bucks a gallon. Yeah, I mean. That provokes me to anger. Right yeah. There. What is that all uh, about, man? Come on, a year mm-hmm. ago I was paying a buck sixty nine. Uh, yep. Yeah, I'm I'm kind of well, bummed out about that. Two years ago, Doug, it's been two years, but yeah, January twenty one, yeah. I went and paid a dollar sixty nine. That's a, that's yeah. all I know. And yeah. uh, a year and five months or whatever it was, and uh, so you know, uh, gas used to be cheap here in South Carolina. It's not, you know, I'm not even driving to Starbucks as much as I used to. I bought those little vanilla bottles. There's not enough in one of them. But that's that's what I I don't want to spend three bucks on gas to go get a chai, so I don't do it, man. You know you got to start working out. You got to pay ten bucks a pound for chicken. I don't know. It's freaking me out. But anyway, joy. Let's go back to joy. And uh, <laughs> the Lord thy God in the midst of thee is mighty. And in the midst of all this craziness we're going through, in the midst of life being upside down, in the midst of another year for you as a widow, Stephanie. I'm so sorry about that. Uh, another year raising your family and you're doing great, man. I, I think you're doing, you know, as your, uh, consular bud friend, uh, among your BFFs, I, I just, <laughs> I think you're doing great, but catch us up on life. So, uh, so life in this last year, we had this talk about a year ago, uh, maybe a year and a month ago, best I can tell. We were talking at that point, maybe, uh, of the, uh, what is it? How many years have we been doing this podcast? Two years. So the year anniversary. Uh, two. Yeah. A little yeah. over two. Yeah. So, you know, besides we're going somewhere this weekend, what's, what's last year look like for you? What's, what's up with all this? Wow. Well, the last year, I mean, it's been filled with a lot of, a lot of good, you know, I could take time to focus on 
<laughs> rotten. Um, but I feel like the Lord's, well, I don't feel like, I know the Lord's been very good to us many times over. Um, I was very thankful. I've been very thankful to get through the last year. Knock on wood, I'm taking a car trip tomorrow. Um, but to get through with no car accidents. Oh, thank um, you, Lord. And, you know, some people can laugh at that, but. We've been there, man. Yeah. <laughs> I don't take that for granted. Yeah. Um, I, you know, God has been so good. And yes, you know, there's been the hospital visits. There's been the, another ER visit. There's, you know, all the new problems that I seem to be really great at having with my body. But you know what? God has been faithful. and. I have to focus on that. And I was very thankful. My doctor recently, um, I had to go in and see her and I was really struggling that day. Just um, on top of feeling sick physically, I was just struggling emotionally. And she said to me, she gave me some great advice. And that was, you know, she said, take time. And not that I didn't do this, but my doctor saying it to me had a little extra impact. But she said, take time every day to find one thing to be extra grateful for just one thing. And so I've been trying to take more, you know, take extra note to do that of not just thanking God generally, but specifically taking extra time to thank him extra for something. And as I've done that to find all the ways, you know, to think of all of the ways God has been so extremely good and, does life still stink sometimes? Yes. Do I still have flashbacks? Yes. Are there still triggers? Yes. I'm in the middle of getting treatments right now for illness. And twice now, the IV, there's been this issue where blood goes everywhere. And let me tell you, that is a trigger on steroids for me. And both times I've just started, I'm just sitting there crying because, and they're like, just ignore it. And it's like, it's not, it's not what's happening that I can ignore. It's what I'm seeing in my head yeah. that I have to try to get past. Well, and so it's blood to trigger for me that, too. Yeah. Yeah. Those are all triggers, but I could sit there with today. And I just, I remember just sitting there going, okay, try not to think about what I, what I just saw. And now what my brain's going to, as far as, you know, what it triggered and all I could do was be like, okay, thank you, Lord. Thank you that I know I am safe. I thank you that I know, no, my feelings are screaming. This is messed up, but I know you're taking care of me. I know this is a good environment. And just trying to take the thankful route in terms of finding the reason I can smile. I can move on. I can take, you know, the next step toward healing or whatever as opposed to running and hiding in a cave. Um, and, you know, I, I'm thankful for the weather getting warm. You know, there's just so many things that God has done that he's been good, ways that he's been so good. And getting to do this podcast, you know, that's something I can be thankful for. As much as there's some days it's like, I really don't feel like recording today. The fact that we can do this is a blessing from God. It's a privilege. And so... All of those things, you know, have made the last year with, with any crud that's been mixed in, it's made it worth living. So I'm very, very, very thankful for all of that. Yeah. And, and, you know, I was thinking this morning, I, I knew we were going down this road and 
One of the things I wrote down is, you know, a Bible verse or a sermon or something, and I'm going to ask you here in a second that really uh, got your attention in the last few months, last year, something that just really uh, moved you around. And one of the things that happened to me is uh, I think, uh, so we got a pastor in our church, Pastor Tom Stuhl, S-T-U-H-L, Tom, retired Air Force guy, went to the seminary. He's kind of the... uh, uh, you know, I don't even know what role he holds in the church, but it's a good one. You know, he's like to visit. I think he's the visit. No, no, that's a, uh, but anyway, he's, uh, oh, he's the Sunday school and all that pastor. But anyway, he, he was saying something, you know, every morning in our church puts out a little video and, uh, and they always a verse or two. One of the pastors will put something out there. And one day they put this out there and, and I know this verse, I've read it a hundred times. It's been part of my Bible reading, but it says in the multitude of my thoughts within me, thy comforts delight my soul. And so this past year for me is I, I, I want to get my comfort from God and I want it to delight my soul. I want to be delighted in God. I want to, I want my soul to, 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 to be spastic, to be crazy, to be loving, to to delight in God in a way that's extreme. Uh, I mean, I, you know, I delight in too many other things is what that verse means to me. I need to delight. Mm. Is there something spiritually, something that happened to you in this last year, a sermon, something like that that grabbed your attention? Yes. Well, I'm actually um, just looking here at my journal, um, and one of the last – Thing. I, I'm going through a special morning and evening streams in the desert this year that has just been loaded. Um, it, God has just really been using it. But I read um, something recently that just really caught me. And it was talking about John being exiled to the island of Patmos. Yeah. And we just kind of skim over that. That, you know, beginning of the book of Revelation, he was he was exiled there. And this devotional was bringing out the whole fact of, you know, here he was an apostle. Here he, I mean, we know he had this love. He was the apostle of love. So, I mean, he was constantly wanting to invest in people and make a difference in all of this. And he's exiled. He's exiled to this barren, desolate place. And this devotional, um, Compare Patmos, they called it the Island of Buried Hopes. And there was a quote in this devotional that just stood out to me um, because of life, because of the twists and turns that God has chosen to take our family through. And this just stood out to me and made me smile. It says, oh, weary, troubled heart. If God has led you to the island of buried hopes, it is not. Um, It is that he may show you yet more wonderful things. He has not failed you nor forgotten you, but has led you into the darkened room because in that in his own time and way, he would reveal to you the unexpected glory of his grace and power. And that just, it just really spoke to me because that is sometimes what it feels like. You know, it feels like, wow, you know, we got, we got all the way to Cameroon and then wham, that, that, that rug in a sense felt it was ripped out from under us and, um, different realms of life where that has happened um, before and since Cameroon. And to be reminded that just as God took John to the island of Patmos to reveal himself to him, you know, God revealed himself to John on that island in ways that we'll never fully comprehend. That's right. 
That's right. And when God takes us, and, and this is kind of what the Lord has kept bringing back to is, will you trust me for that, for the, for that desolate place where you trust me in that lonely place? Will you trust me in those places where it may feel like I've dropped you off and left you <laughs> with just enough to barely survive on? Will you trust me that I have greater things to show you because I've put you there for a purpose? Yeah. And yeah. That's just been an encouraging um, image to me and other devotionals that have been right along that same thread that God is, um, he's still God. He's still faithful no matter what crazy people are in leadership, no matter the idiot kind of decisions that we see being made, whether it's in Christian or non-Christian settings where people, it just feels like sometimes, do they have any fear of God left? Um but to understand that God is still God and that he still wants to show me. He still wants to show you. He wants to show each one of his children who are seeking him. He wants to show us his grace. Hey, Stephanie, hold that, hold that thought for a second. We're right on the outside of where we need to be for our break here. Hey, listen, folks, listen to uh, the station here, identify themselves and, and there may be a sponsor or two. We'll be right back with you. Great, Stephanie. Sorry to disrupt you there. We got to no, sneak that fine. in there somewhere in the middle. So go ahead. You can continue on. I was enjoying that. Oh no! Just to understand that God wants to reveal Himself to us, and that idea that when we are in that storm, um, I'm getting ready to um, talk with my Bible class this summer. One of the lessons we're going to be doing is the story of the you know the fishermen when they went out peter goes out and he, he he fishes all night right he takes his nets out all night they came up empty never once did he come up with a net full of fish that was a lonely place for peter this is yeah. his livelihood this is what he is supposed to be good at right and and we know from scripture peter was a very self-confident man and so to come up empty after a full night of fishing that left him in a very lonely, humbled position. Yeah. And then Jesus, he meets Jesus and Jesus says, cast your net on the other side. And Peter in that lonely spot was put in a position we're all put in. Will you trust and obey? That's, that's in essence what Jesus was saying to him. Will you trust me and just obey what I've told you to do? And out of respect, he says, nevertheless, at thy word, you know, he kind of is like, I fished all night. <laughs> this is kind of whatever. Nevertheless, at your word, I'll let down the net. And God honored that. And Peter saw Jesus that day for who Jesus was. And if we'll take this, this basic, it's so basic, but God keeps bringing me back to it. Will you trust me? And just moment by moment day by day. Will you obey me? Will you trust me? Will you trust that I love you and that I have your best interest at heart and that I'm, I'm a loving potter. I'm a loving shepherd. You know, all the things that God is compared to in scripture, he's compared to a father, a shepherd, the potter with the clay. Um, so many things he's compared to, but in, in all those instances, when we are his child, and we're seeking to love him, love him and to serve him. He's a loving shepherd, a loving father, a loving potter. And that doesn't mean there's never pain, 
but it means there's a peace in the midst of the pain that is incredible. It means there's that all sufficient grace that's there to sustain us. It means that there's that, that we can have that confident expectation that Jesus is with us in the boat as he was with his disciples in the midst of the storm. And that when that season is done, he is going to stand up and he is going to say, peace be still. Yeah. Yeah. And to trust that though it may look like he's just asleep in the boat, like he doesn't care, he does care and he's not going to leave us and forsake us. And so those are just some of the truths um, that God has used to comfort me um, just since January of this year. Oh, that's great. That's great. And I want to go back just for a minute and thank you. That was, that was good for my heart. I want to go back just a minute and go back to that joy for a minute. And one of the things I learned this year, and I think this is really significant. We're always talking about be careful with your emotions. And a lot of times when we think about joy, we think for some reason that joy is loud and amen and shouting, you know, we should find joy. You know, it ranges from silent meditation and prayer to God. There should be joy there to confession of sin, to, to worship time. I mean, there's so much, you know, joy just isn't shouting up and down and smiling and laughing like crazy. And though that's all a picture of joy, we need to remember as, uh, you know, as children of God, as, as people who are saved as brethren, it's not just that. Joy is so much more than that. It's everything. It's yeah. uh, it's all those things. And I think that's important. And, you know, and we, we experience joy. I mean, look at throughout the Old Testament, there was great joy every time, uh, you know, they were delivered and, uh, and how God provided them through different things. It was great joy when the Messiah came in the New Testament. We should experience that joy today. Uh, we have those things in our life. So finding joy in the midst of all these things, yeah. I, I think is godly. I think in the midst yeah. of, you know, the country, you know, and, and politics and Supreme Court things. I mean, I find great joy in, in this pro-life Roe versus Wade thing. I'm thrilled about that, how people on Facebook or something can be upset that babies aren't going to be murdered freaks me yeah. out. And uh, you better believe uh, it. What a great, joyful thing that is in this past year in my life. And and I'm seeing Americans team up and unite at least, and we don't want to pay five bucks a gallon for gas and six bucks a gallon for diesel fuel. You need to fix these things. And I find joy in that. I find joy that we're still out there uh, making disciples, you know, that God allows us to be part of that through Sunday school, through training, through podcasts like this. I'm thankful that God allows us to see people saved, that he would use us in some small way to share his gospel. And he would just lovingly and wonderfully save people. Uh, I, I, I I find joy in relationships, you know, and friendships and, and and all those, I find joy in these things. This Saturday, we, we, we just said, we're going to stay home for a few weeks. Got a lot of meetings with corporate sponsors and stuff starting big tomorrow. And, and so I'm, I mean, I'm staying close to my computer, my microphone and a lot going on right now. And, uh, but just to be home and be able to go to our church function on Saturday, I find Mm. joy in that. We never get to do that. And, uh, there's so much joy and in, uh, in those yeah. types of things. So uh, I, we got a few minutes left here, Stephanie, I, I, thinking about this joy, where you find in your joy, what's uh, name of some of the great joyful things that uh, happened to you recently. Oh my, well, it's ironic what you find joy in, but I mean, there's joy when you have a scan come back as um, you know, not 
it's not that I don't have some issues that I have to work through, but no new tumor growth. Um, that's a huge level of joy for me. Yeah. Um, just to know at least with, you know, with all the things I'm struggling with, at least I know the source is not a new tumor. Um, that was a blessing. Uh, my kids, honestly, my kids are my greatest source of joy. Um, and recently, um, one of my sons was asked, um, he was asked a question that he could have responded two ways. He could have responded very politically correctly. He could have, in essence, covered sin. Um, and he chose not to. He chose to speak truth. And I wasn't around. I heard about it after the fact um, and not even from him. And that brought joy to my heart to, to see my son be willing to take a stand for truth and for right all on his own. And um, that made me, you know, thank the Lord that God has done that work in his heart. You know, I find joy in going to my son's workplace. And every time I go in there, someone else comes up to me and is like, and I'm not going to give my son's name, so he's not mortally embarrassed, but they'll come up to me and be like, we love working with your son. He is the best worker we've got. He's dependable. He's respectful. He's awesome to work with. We can always count on him to do the best possible job. We never have to worry about him, you know, messing something up that he's given to do. And I can't tell you how much joy that brings to my heart. Yeah. Um, to be in that place, to be able to be that mom. And, um, you know, I, I love, I love watching my kids learn and grow, you know, Emmy loves to, she's learning how to read. And so to have her bring me a book and want to read through it, you know, I get to help her, um, you know, figure out the words that she hasn't learned yet, but there's joy in that, you know, to have my youngest baby, be a first grader now. I mean, that's a bittersweet thing, but there's a joy in that to see her learning and growing and being almost six going on almost 25. Um, she's just, those are all just beautiful things to see God um, doing, doing amazing things. And I, I haven't told you this, so I, I'm going to see a reaction on air, but I, I'm not sure if this is a joyous thing or not, but we are getting another dog. So, um, what are we doing with the backyard dog? Are we letting him in the house well, these days? This is going to be another backyard dog, so we're going to have two backyard dogs. All right. And uh, so Thor is going to have a girlfriend, um, but at least we don't have to worry about puppies. So I, yeah. you know, that's one thing I don't have to worry about. But Thor is going to have a girlfriend, so that's that's bringing Charles a ton of joy. Daniel, not so much, but Charles is thrilled beyond measure. Well, praise so. God. Hey, listen, folks. <laughs> I mean, I can't believe the time escaped us like it does. I just want to leave you with a couple thoughts. Psalm 1611, thou will show me the path of life. In thy presence is fullness of joy. You want joy? Find it in the presence of God. Here That's with it right. too, have ye asked nothing in my name, ask and you shall receive that your joy, your joy may be, be full. Folks, you make our joyful. We really do love you, folks. We hope you have a wonderful day. Listen, be joyful today. Be happy. Smile. Buy somebody a, a, a caramel macchiato. I don't know. Just get out there. We love you guys. And if there's anything we can do for you, Doug at WoundedSpirits.com. Helpful Wounded Spirits. We'll get back to you as soon as we can. Thank you. God bless you.
Thank you for listening to our podcast today. It is very important to all of us at Help for Wounded Spirits that you know your Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. The Bible is very clear with a simple salvation message. You can know today. First, you're a sinner, for all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. Second, there's a price on sin, for the wages of sin is death. Third, Jesus paid that price for you, but God commendeth his love toward us in that while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. Lastly, you must speak it with your mouth and believe it with your heart, that if thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus, and shalt believe in thine heart that God hath raised him from the dead, thou shalt be saved. For with the heart man believeth unto righteousness, and with the mouth confession is made known unto salvation. Simply ask the Lord to save you in Jesus' name while believing in your heart, and he will. Please contact us if we can help you in any way. God bless you. Doug and Stephanie, thank you for listening today. We hope this podcast has been a blessing in your life. For helpful resources, more information, or to donate to help this vital ministry, visit us at WoundedSpirits.com.